group called Ochotatani Kit, also known in English as Swamp Cat, and that was Navisoki Polanini on a high mountain valley. Another one of those stories about young love. Dobri vecher, shanovni radio suhachi, tavitayu vas vsih na radio peredaciu nash holos, radio krinskoho korinja. Kotra podjeci vam jak svečano, što subote o šosti hodeni na bohatumovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vancouveri. Pri mikrofoni, Pavlina Makwari, jakuju ščorišale pereputa zimnoju na stupnu hodenu. Mamajmo dužiti kabi novene na sjodnišnji programi i čudovu krinsku muziku. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Paulette Demchuk-McQuarrie, Pokrinska Pavlina, and I'm delighted to have you with me. We've got a great program lined up for you, and it's all pretty much focused on music. We've got part two of the three-part series on the Kuban Cossacks, that fabulous uh, cabaret group that uh, traveled the world, uh, performed on international stages for 40 years back in the uh, mid to late 20th century. So we've got part two of that as well. We've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music, and different kinds of music on this show, um, different genres. We started out with something contemporary, and now on to something a little more traditional. And this is by High Profile from Winnipeg, and a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Oi Chorina, Yes Chorina, I'm a Dark-Eyed Beauty. Sorochka Vishivanka Vysoki Tasrumke Vysoki Tasrumke Sorochka Vishivanka Ljubiu tebe Marosiu Ljubiu se tvoju vrodu 
foresight and generosity of its donors, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit shochenkofoundation.com. Maximovich with um, medley of two 
different renditions of a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Oynecho Dehretsu, and the English translation, it wasn't a translation, it was completely different lyrics, different story altogether, and it was originally recorded by Dinah Shore back in 1940 and was a great hit in North America, unbeknownst to most people who heard it that it was originally a traditional Ukrainian folk song. The... Uh, Ukrainian lyrics in that uh, rendition you just heard was about a girl warning her boyfriend not to go to this evening party where he's likely to get charmed by uh, other young women. And it kind of ends there in a sort of a friendly warning, but the the folk song, the original story, actually takes it a little further and uh, he does go to the party. He does cheat on his gal and so she goes into the woods digs up some poisonous herbs makes him a nice potion and he's a goner so the story i guess is about don't mess with ukrainian women uh we don't like being too timed <laughs> could be dangerous take our advice and so coming up next is uh the original or a rendition of the original folk song it is performed by a woman who was known was very much beloved um it was she's from the soviet era and she was considered a heroine of ukraine she stuck to the traditions and she gave ukrainians a sense of their own identity her name was Ryisa kirichenko and here she is now with don't go greg <laughs>
Up next, Nadia Kazimira with part two of the three-part series on the Kuban Cossacks. By the end of 1969, the Kuban Cossacks, the Ukrainian dance and vocal ensemble, originally from Australia, had performed for 15 years in 21 countries with over 8,000 performances to their credit. It was the drive to succeed, performance rigor, talent and business sense which propelled Vasil Kovalenko and brothers Mikola and Sashko Kumpan to reach the international stage of entertainment, and nothing held them back. From Australia, the Kuban Cossacks entertained throughout the world, delivering top-quality entertainment at an exhausting pace. Prekinci 1969 roku, ukrainski ensemble kubanski kuzaki, originalno zaisnovani v Australiji, narahovoval visim tisic vystupiv u 21 krajinah svitu, jaki vekonovali čez 15 rokiv profesijnoji tvorčosti. Jih misija bolo zdobuti slavu na najkraščih svitovih scenah estradnoji muzike i tancju svojimi silami, energijijo, težkojo pracijo, zdibnostjami, hestom in podprijemčivostjo. They arrived in the United States in October of 1962, just at the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis. The ensemble's name raised alarm with the U.S. State Department, as well as among American entertainment producers, who feared American audiences would link the Cuban Cossacks with Cuba. There was pressure to change the name, but the ensemble stood its ground with this clarification. Let's listen now as Ed Sullivan introduces the Cuban Cossacks on his show on October 14, 1962. Are the sensational Cuban Cossacks, Ukrainian songsters, swordsmen, dancers, and instrumentalists first met at the Olympic Games in Australia. And when Mr. Sullivan and I were in Monte Carlo, we saw them for the first time, and I signed them instantly. So here are the Kuban Cossacks, who were named after the River Kuban in the Ukraine. Gentlemen. And James Hartley, the British showbiz columnist for Stage and Television Today, brought home that message many times. In his column he wrote, Incidentally, the Kuban part of their title is derived from the so-named River Kuban, which flows through the region of Ukraine in which they and their forebears lived. And richly as it flows, so flows the stream of entertainment issuing from one of the most remarkable acts in the showbiz world today. The ensemble's act had evolved for various performance venues, including theaters, nightclubs, cabarets, bandstand performances, the big stage, television with elaborate lighting, costumes, sound effects, smoke, and flashing sabers. Additional male and female dancers, singers, and musicians joined the act as needed. So it is not surprising that scores of critics hailed the Kuban Cossacks for their dazzling, action-filled performances. Their success grew internationally, leaving their audiences awestruck and bedazzled. James Hartley, the known British showbiz columnist who became the publicity director of Stage and Television Today, wrote the following. 
It is a skillful blend of sound and visual effects that rivet the eye and arrest the ear that makes the Kuban Cossacks a spellbinding combo. And James Hartley drew attention to another important fact about the Kuban Cossacks ensemble. The secret to their success lies in their work ethic. First, they are a thoroughly disciplined and harmonious team. They rehearse religiously and follow a rigorous program of physical fitness. They set themselves a very high standard of performance and never drop below it. You've heard the title song of the Kuban Cossacks, specifically composed and orchestrated for them with lyrics by Dmitro Mushnyaha, the ensemble's music director. In August 1969, the Kuban Cossacks performed at the fourth annual National Ukrainian Festival in Dauphin, Manitoba, thanks to the diligent efforts of Walter Senek and Yaroslav, or Cecil Simtishin, program producer. Traveling from the Nugget Casino in Reno, Nevada, the Kuban Cossacks appeared at Edmonton's Klondike Days in late July 1969, before traveling directly to Dauphin's National Ukrainian Festival in August. Unfortunately, Hollywood actor Mike Mazurki could not join his friends, but would attend the festival the following year with Senator Paul Yuzik. Zavdyke pilnuit na polyhlevoi prati Vladimira Seneka Yaroslava Simchishna. Kubanski kuzaki priyikhali z vystupom na ukrainskomu festivali v Dauphin, Manitobi, u serpni 1969 roku, de začarovali hledačiv svojimi žvavami ta žetiradisnimi vystupami. Grandstand performances, emceed by Cecil Simchishin, included Ted Komar and his orchestra, Ukrainian dance groups Rusalka of Winnipeg and Kalina of Toronto, and Canada's National Ukrainian Festival Choir, conducted by Helen Lazaruk Henderson. The Kuban Cossacks were billed as the top grandstand show, and the group consisted of three men and three professional session singers, Audrey and Judy Duggan and Betty Liss. The audiences were thrilled by what they saw and heard. Indeed, the combo attracted over 50,000 attendees at the National Ukrainian Festival with their charismatic and energetic performances. Let's listen to Halya Osatsa's recollection of the Kuban Cossacks' performance in Dauphin, where she performed as a member of the Rusalka Dance Ensemble. Rusalka <laughs> Winnipeg. І в 69-му році ми виступали 
of Dauphin Festivali. We performed at the, at the Ukrainian National Festival in Dauphin in 1969. Kuban Cossacks were the highlight of the show, of the entire festival. We were backstage in costume, ready to go on, and when they came on, the audience exploded. They were incredible. When they chudovo, chudovo spivale, sim podobolose, i when they spivale, tanzuvale, musica, energia, it was a professional show. They, everybody was just ecstatic. It, we were mesmerized. I will never forget it. I looked at them and I, everybody wanted more. They had several encores. People loved them. Sydney Lipton's orchestra playing Mitro Mushnyaha's new and more contemporary cabaret-style arrangement of the traditional Ukrainian dance Hopak. Lipton's orchestra was the popular resident dance band of the prestigious Grosvenor House in Park Lane, London, from the 1930s until the late 1960s. <laughs> orchestra recreated the patter of rain as arranged by Dmitro Mushnyaha in the well-known Ukrainian folk song you have just heard, Doshchik Doshchik Padeye Dribnenko. The Kuban Cossacks continued performing at a frenetic pace throughout Europe. Paris was home for a while, particularly Chez Rasputin, thanks to long-term on-and-off arrangements through Madame Hélène Martini, the doyenne of Parisian cabarets. From there, they traveled around the world to nightclubs in Thailand, Japan, and Venezuela, and Australia, and in between cabaret and music hall performances, they welcomed opportunities to promote their unique entertainment package across six continents, particularly with television appearances. Vysluchajte Radio Peredaču, náš holos, Radio Krinskoho Korinja, Na bahatumovni radiostanci AM 1320CHMB umisti Vancouveri. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina. You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM 1320CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Pavlina. Now back to part two of the three-part series on the Kuban Cossacks.
listening to Yuki Disco from the record album Kuban Cossacks Then and Now. Kubanski Kuzaki, Kulis, Iteper. This piece was composed for the Kuban Cossacks by French jazz trumpeter Jean-Claude Naud, whose big band jazz orchestra performed in Parisian nightclubs. the early 1960s, Professor Omelian Pritsak and other leading scholars of Ukrainian studies envisaged establishing a Ukrainian research institute at Harvard University for undergraduate and graduate students, fellows, and professors. The institute's mission would be to advance knowledge about Ukraine in the United States through research, as well as to promote teaching of the highest quality This project was accomplished thanks to funds raised by the Ukrainian diaspora community. С початком 1960-х років професор Омілян Пріцак та другі провідні українські вчені мали на меті створити Український дослідчий центр при Гарвардському університеті для вжитку студентам, професорам і дослідникам. Ціль центру – розвивати знання про Україну в Сполучених Штатах Америки – як і розвивати навчання на найвищому рівні. Цей проєкт увінчався успіхом завдяки фондам зібраних серед української діаспори. One initiative undertaken in 1971 stands out. The Kuban Cossacks were joined by other Ukrainian artists in a 15-city U.S. benefit concert in support of the founding of the Harvard Ukrainian Research Institute. Один почин – 1971 року дуже помітний. До кубанських козаків долучилися інші українські артисти натури концертів на підтримку Гарвардського дослідчого центру. Треба знати, заспівати, ще й затанцювати. Через море рідне прославлять Мандрувати нам по світі слави добувати Дай заїхати до Канади рідних підтримати Були канадськими землями Щиро завітали земляки Давай, 
Arriving in New York from Paris on March 25, 1971, the Cuban Cossacks were joined by dancers Victor and Mikhailus Virid from Great Britain, as well as three female session singers, Marian, Maggie, and Peta, for the U.S. Benefit Concert Tour. The concert program included a 45-minute performance by the Cuban Cossacks with musical backup from Winnipeg's Ted Komar and his orchestra. Other Ukrainian artists included ballerina dancer Roma Prima Bohachevska, concert pianist Maria Tisik, and mezzo-soprano Helena Alicia Andriadis. The American tour was a great success and raised $243,000 U.S. dollars after expenses for the Harvard Ukrainian Research Institute, which was indeed established in June 1973. In today's dollar, the value is $1,415,000 U.S. dollars, an incredible amount. Це американське турне виявилось великим успіхом і зібрало 243 тисячі доларів, а вартість на сьогоднішній день близько 1 мільйон 415 тисяч американських доларів. Це є надзвичайно велика сума. Let's go. 
The last three compositions that you heard are from the record album Kuban Kazakhs Then and Now, Kubanski Kuzuki Kules i Teper, which was produced sometime in 1973-74. Recorded in France with Canadian participation in the LP production, the record features Mikola and Sashko Kumpan, who are responsible for this initiative. Sashko wrote the lyrics and was featured as soloist while Mikola provided accordion accompaniment and vocal backup. All the compositions were original works, presented in a modern and dynamic style. Jean-Claude Naud, who is heard playing trumpet with his big band jazz orchestra, is credited with all the musical arrangements on this album. In terms of record production, of which there were three LPs, The record which preceded this LP, Kuban Kazakhs Then and Now, was the Kuban Kazakhs Beat of the Ukraine. It was released by the Kuban Kazakhs to coincide with the 1971 Harvard Ukrainian Research Institute fundraising tour. The content reflects a wide swath of the Kuban Kazakhs music and vocal repertoire, which was originally created for their performances in England and in France. They reflect a modern and up-to-date orchestration to popularize Ukrainian music and song to a wide audience by Dmitro Mushnyaha and Marian Kuzan. The Cross of Simon Petlura, originally a military honor, was conferred on the Kuban Cossacks on May 12, 1972, by the president of the Ukrainian government in exile for their committed efforts to present Ukraine's music, songs, and dances to the people of the free world. In particular, the award recognized their contribution to the fundraising efforts to establish the chair of Ukrainian studies at Harvard University, as well as for their worldwide promotion of Ukraine's culture and history. Як заслуга за пропагування і поширення українського мистецтва світі і за їх вклад у беренні фондів на Український дослідчий центр при Гарватському університеті, український уряд в екзелі нагородив кубанських козаків Христом Симона Петлюри. Вони також отримали золотий ключ в штаті Нью-Йорк і багато ріжних почесних грамот. Yeah, it's a day. 
From the LP, Kubanski Kozaki Kulis, Iteper, the Kuban Cossacks, then and now. While the desire was always there, with their very busy performance schedule, the Kuban Cossacks would not be able to undertake a cross Canada tour immediately. Only in late 1972, following the conclusion of their sixth contract, at the Nugget Casino in Reno, Nevada, with vocal duo of Sandler and Young, the Kuban Cossacks were able to come to Canada. To learn about the Kuban Cossacks' 1972 tour across Canada and subsequent highlights of their career, please listen to the next installment of 40 Years in Show Business, The Legacy of the Kuban Cossacks. Там настави нас та вочку тай настави Там пливало два козаки тай на човні на човні Плевало два козаки та на човні, на човні. Там дівчина воду брала та й набрала, ще козака соколоньком та й назвала, назвала. Ще козака соколоньком та й назвала, назвала. enjoy a pierogi supper at the Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Auditorium, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver. Doors are open from 5 to 8 p.m. For details, call Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Parish at 604-274-8030 or visit their website, uocvancouver.com. Nash Holos airs in international syndication on PCJ Radio International, broadcasting to over 20 countries on AM, FM, shortwave, and satellite radio. 
On Wednesdays, catch Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio, broadcasting live from Nanaimo to North and Central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, Northwest Washington State, and in the Greater Vancouver Listening Area. Join me, Paulina, for the first hour in English and Oksana Poparajnik for the second hour in Ukrainian. That's Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. And at 6 p.m. Saturday evenings, flip your dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me, Pavlina, for another hour of fun on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Please send dedications, requests, and suggestions to producer at nasholos.com. Your comments are always welcome. In between broadcasts, follow Nash Holos on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nashholos.com. Winnipeg, Manitoba. That was Paris to Cave from their first recording. That was made back in the oh, 1990s, and that was a Bukovinian polka. For the very best in Ukrainian programming, tune in to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on our flagship show in Vancouver, Saturdays from 6 to 7 p.m., right here on AM 1320 CHMB on the radio dial and online at am1320.com. You can also hear the Nanaimo edition in Vancouver, Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on air at 101.7 FM or online at chly.ca. In between broadcasts, you can visit us at www.nasholos.com. That's where you can get the podcast links, as well as other audio files, transcripts, and more. There's also a link to our Patreon site, where we'll be interacting and sharing additional content with patrons of the show. I'd love to hear from you, so please send in your suggestions, dedications, and requests. Your comments are always welcome. Ležame že skinčila našu programu, vše často domov izkazate do pobačenja, ale pred tem, jako ću zalašati vas takima slovami mudrostja. Ne te važne što v stižku i v mišku, a te što v holovi. And our proverb of the week translates as what is in the sack or the stack is not important. What is in the head is. A bit of agrarian wisdom for you there. And that brings us to the end of our program. So to wrap things up, we have the Ambrose Brothers from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and Chorini Ochka Dark Eyes. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich! <laughs>
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.